Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, uh, Kathy, happy uh, Monday. Uh, hope you had a, a great weekend. And uh, we, we did, we did. We did too. We uh, we really had a great time, and uh, uh, our kids, uh, uh, Peter and Shira, uh, our son and his wife, uh, and then they've got two boys. Uh, they have been transferred with his work. He's an executive for Lockheed Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's he's being transferred to Dallas, Texas. So they've they've lived near us, uh, and he's been helping. He had helped run our business, and right. uh, along with my daughter Michelle, who's still still helping us run our next business. Uh, but um, they've been living here around us uh, uh, the whole life of the boys' life, uh, and uh, now they're. I was going to say, I know that's a big deal to you and yeah, Linda. Yeah, that is uh, something God has called you just to pour into them. Yes. So, uh, so we've had a great joy with them, but they're called they're. Uh, they're uh, leaving uh, to uh, go down to Dallas. Uh, we live in Castle Rock, Colorado. Uh, so uh, they are having a little bit of work done in their house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so they moved all their furniture out and they moved in with us. Oh, wow. Uh, I didn't realize the move had transpired. Yeah. I knew it was coming. <laughs> so, uh, so they're physically within our house for the next month. Uh, before they head down to Dallas and uh, and sell their house and go get another one down there, but uh, we get the privilege of of experiencing that, so that's been a fun uh, what fun a thing. sweet blessing. Uh, as we as Kathy and I have said, we tape these uh, ahead of time, and uh, uh, this, tonight is you know Monday, but it, it, we are and we are taping on Monday, but um, uh, it's the uh, NBA playoffs. Uh, and the uh, Nuggets, uh, Aiden and I are my grandson, who's a basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the 15-year-old. Um, we had we had bought over the last several years uh, a what they call a partial season ticket. So you mm-hmm. don't go to every game, but we went to like half of them. Right. Uh, well, we couldn't go last last year because of COVID because they stopped anybody coming, but they've opened it back up. So he and I are going to the uh, Nuggets game tonight. Uh, oh, that's for the, great. For the, for the playoff game. So we're... We're excited about that, and that's he, great. Are they at full capacity now? No, or not uh, quite. Okay. They'll be, they'll be. I think they'll be at half capacity. I understand it, uh, and I'll, I'll uh, let you know tomorrow. Tomorrow, when yeah, uh, yeah, keep us posted. We'll see. So uh, we'll not- see. We'll see how many people are next to us. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, that, interesting. So we're headed that way, and um, uh, as Kathy and I, you know, we've been talking about the world and the events of the world, um, uh, and again, we're we're uh speaking you know probably when you hear this it'll be already you know news to Week you later but, yeah uh, uh israel uh and this is kind of you know as as kathy and i received wisdom and insight uh and understanding uh we talked about the uh the war the mini war they had with hamas which is in the mm-hmm. gaza strip uh hezbollah on the north side said they're not going to engage and they did not there was a few skirmishes but they were from splinter groups mm-hmm. uh the uh, America uh, had asked them to stop and do ceasefire, and Netanyahu uh, said no. Uh, 
mm. because the other side is continues to attack them with rockets right. and missiles. Yeah, he was standing on his right to defend. Right. right? So uh, yeah. no, we're no, we're not going to do it. Um, and so they continued uh, their barrage, their barrage against them, and they were very targeted in what they did in terms of uh, they they really have su- surgical precision mm-hmm. to be able to do certain things. Uh, well, um, as as you and I prophesied really and talked about it is we we could foresee us there'll be a ceasefire mm-hmm. well today we can say there's a ceasefire uh yeah uh and it's it's held up over the weekend uh, and it was brokered interesting enough and this is interesting by egypt uh, yeah, i thought that was interesting too yeah and yeah. so you've got egypt remember is fundamentally a sunni mm-hmm. uh tribe of the muslims uh, their majority of their people and leadership is Sunni. Uh, Hamas is Shiite, and they're mm-hmm. they're the they tend to be the more radical ones. That that the goal is, and they continue to. They actually had a uh, uh, a uh, gathering after the ceasefire, uh, <laughs> and said, "Yeah, we're we're still we're still our goal is still to eliminate Israel, mm. uh, but we've agreed to a ceasefire and." Uh, uh, isn't that, you know, they said they claimed victory, which, which is interesting. I think both sides claimed victory was what I was reading. Correct. We we won, we won, you know, uh, but the, uh, the winners were the people in both, both nations and, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, and Egypt, um, who is Muslim, you know, brokered the, the ceasefire with their, with the people and the Shiites and the Sunnis, you know, really, uh, 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 come against each other. Uh, Mm -hmm. but, the Sunni uh, nation of Egypt brokered it, uh, and they got both sides. They had to get both sides, and you know when when the, and this is the problem was with America. Ask it, they were asking it kind of one way. Hey, mm-hmm. e- hey, Israel, you stop. If you stop, yeah, maybe the rest of them will stop. And uh, Netanyahu said, "No, I'm not doing that until mm-hmm. we both agree to stop." And that's what Egypt brokered. They right. they brokered both sides of it. Both uh, sides. Okay. So now it's a ceasefire. Uh, it should be semi coming back to normal in both places, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, having to uh, live together, uh, hopefully with minimal attacks going forward, which would be, everybody would prefer in terms of the, on the Israel side, mm-hmm. uh, Hamas still has a goal of, of coming against them. Uh, but we'll see where that goes. So that, that was an interesting thing. Um, uh, and then, uh, over the, <laughs> over the weekend, uh, you know, you and I have talked about chaos and the mm-hmm. the impact of the world on the things that affect us, and they can right. ha- they can happen overnight. Right. Well, uh, it happened with uh, uh, this uh, investment called Bitcoin, and it's an electronic mm-hmm. uh, economic uh, monetary system where you don't have. It's not the banks that are managing your money and accounts, and it's not mm-hmm. real real money. It's electronic system that is outside of that. And so the investment in Bitcoin uh, has skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you had, if you invested in it, uh, particularly if you invested it even as little as three or four months ago, uh, you got thousands and thousands of percent return on your money. Right. Uh, well, right. if you went to bed uh, or you, you looked at your investment uh, Friday morning, uh, you said, hey, it's fantastic. Uh, well, over the weekend, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, with certain global things that were announced uh, about other governments setting up their systems and 
that Bitcoin may not be the one to be used, uh, it lost 50% of its value. Wow. Uh, and well, that's because, a big hit. And, this, and by the way, this is interesting because the markets that you invest in are closed. Mm-hmm. So even if you got the news Saturday, it's 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 uh, declining rapidly. Mm-hmm. You don't have a mecha, you don't have any mechanism to say, okay, I'm going to sell it right now. Right. You have right. to wait until Monday. Uh, well, mm-hmm. when you waited till Monday, you lost fifty percent of your value. And and the uh, the import of that is, as you and I have been speaking, uh, with the world in chaos and the world so interdependent mm-hmm. that the things that we do like if okay i'm going to invest my money in bitcoin or i'm going to invest my money here or i'm going to expect my job to be this way um i expect oil prices to be stable and supply to be stable Mm -hmm. and we and we talked about the pipeline and the impact that that had um what we're trying to keep uh, uh urging everybody is you can't make these assumptions anymore and that something globally that we have no control out of of all, or even even any prediction of, can dramatically right. change our world overnight and cause us uh, consternation and adversity. Yeah. Uh, and that's why we we keep saying, um, you know, we don't have any universal prescription. Well, you should do this mm-hmm. or do that, or here's what's going to happen. Uh, we will we will give you our heads up based on what we what God tells us, mm-hmm. but. Um, it's really you individually having to keep uh, walking with God. Right. Uh, that, well, what would you say to me now about my investment, about my job, about my this, about my mm-hmm. that? Uh, and it's not, and God doesn't have a universal answer. He's going to say, right. here's, here's what I'm going to show you. And uh, uh, if you have a heart to hear it, uh, he will. I can, I can share uh, over the last uh, two or three years, um, and, and my wife and I have invested in the stock market. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, in a variety of ways, and we've diversified. And, and by the way, I don't put all my eggs in one basket. You know that's for sure. Right. Uh, I learned that lesson a long time ago. But <laughs> um, uh, I've had moments uh, where God said to me, uh, "You need to get out of the market completely. Mm-hmm. Go to cash." Uh, and it wasn't because I said, "Well, I'm 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 noticing something. Should I? Should I? Should I?" It's just something I heard. Is Mm-hmm. This is this is going to come up. This is going to happen. You need to get out of the market and and go to cash. Right. And and we did. Uh, and then two, three weeks, four weeks later, something dramatically happened, and the market went down dramatically. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of me losing all that, we actually preserved it. And then, of course, God said, "Okay, you can go back in." And uh, right. Uh, and you know, people say, "Well, does God really care about that stuff?" And uh, the answer is, He does because He cares about mm-hmm. you. Right. Um, and he wants to give us covenant life. And remember, it's not just wealth. It's just um, I will bless you to make you a blessing. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the neat things about a statement that he makes in Malachi chapter three, he says, if you tithe, if you're generous with, with to my work, mm-hmm. um, I will fill your barns and I won't let Satan steal it from you. Mm. Um, and remember, Satan steals wealth by these global events uh, that, right. that impact everybody. And God, God knows that. So. Uh, it's just a uh, encouragement uh, right. for the people who are listening and watching that um, don't get don't get into your own set of assumptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep asking God and keep listening to God. Uh, that right. He said, "Hey, by the way, I'd like you to consider this." 
Yeah. And I love even just that example you gave reminds me and I think reminds all of us as we listen, the importance of being in a position to be responsive to what God says. Um, sometimes, even if we think we hear something, we have backed ourselves into such a corner that we don't realize we can respond or have allowed ourselves to be in a position where we could respond to what he's prompting. And so that daily walk, the reason you and Linda were in a position to respond, to be that responsive, to pull out and then to be able to go back in three weeks later or however that looked was because you were listening um, all along the way yeah, <laughs> and just allowing him to lead with each step. Um, and not looking, you know, like you're describing, there are disruptors and, and disruptors on a grand scale within the world. And there's disruptors even in our daily lives. My schedule today got totally thrown for a loop because of a disruptor. Ah. You know, these things happen. And in that moment, you know, when we have allowed God to groom and to, to prune back our lives and leave margin and put us in a position to hear, then when something shifts, we say, okay, what about now? And we continue with what he says and he redirects. Yeah. And yeah. so that disruptor doesn't have to then ruin our day, ruin yeah. our finances, ruin our week, ruin our marriage. The disruptor can be a place, an invitation for us to be responsive to what he says. Yeah. And the, uh, and it's a member, it's a, it's a growing thing, um, so that you learn to trust mm -hmm. it. Um, yeah. and I've gone through, <laughs> I could share lots of stories of, uh, mm -hmm. as I was learning this and, and God, you know, speaks and says, here's, here's a, an instruction. Or mm -hmm. something that I'm going to do, or I want you to understand. And, you know, your first thought is what I call the yeah, buts. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's just easy to leave it there. Or am I, am I really hearing correctly? Or, you know, am I just, that really sounds crazy. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not sure I should do this or, mm -hmm. uh, uh, and you, you start processing it with, did I, did I hear, am I, uh, is this something I can trust? Um, mm -hmm. and it's good. It's healthy. Uh, cause you, cause he said no, no, uh, prophecy and prophecy mm -hmm. is, you know, we tend to think of prophecy as fore foretelling. I'm telling mm -hmm. you something that's going to happen down the road, but prophecy is, uh, I think more so what I call forth telling. Mm -hmm. Here's my truth Explain today. Explain that a little bit, because I think if you don't mind, yeah. I think that's something that is confusing to people. Yeah. Um, so if you can go into that a little bit, that'd be great. Yeah. When it, uh, the scripture talks about, actually, you uh, can read this in, uh, 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 which I can get to, uh, in First uh, uh, Corinthians 14. Uh, and it's, it's after this chapter on love about, uh, you know, love, love is, looks this way. Mm -hmm. um, and then in prophet, and this is in First Corinthians 14, uh, one, he says, pursue love. Uh, I've just given you that. And desire spiritual gifts, especially that you prophesy. Mm -hmm. uh, he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, but no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mystery. But he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. Mm -hmm. uh, so the word there, prophesy, is, and we tend to think of a prophet is somebody who tells uh, this is what's going to happen mm -hmm. in the future. We think like a fortune teller. A fortune teller. Uh, you know. Uh, here's here's what the prophetic means. Is somebody mm -hmm. is saying, well, this is going to happen in the future, but the word uh, is it does include that, uh, and I'll talk a little bit about uh, how that looks. But mm -hmm. uh, it, he says here that 
it's it's uh, that's called foretelling. Uh, it's also forth telling. I'm speaking mm-hmm. truth at you to you at the moment mm-hmm. about your life, about your situation. Uh, this isn't something coming up. I'm just speaking truth into your life. Right. Uh, and God said that's part of the of the prophetic. Uh, mm-hmm. And so as we look at that ability uh, to receive that and to uh, be used by that. Actually, there's a great verse in uh, Romans chapter 12, uh, and it talks about uh, uh, the reason we use these gifts Mm -hmm. is because we're part of the body. Right. Uh, And he says, um, uh, and by the way, the gift isn't like you have the gift of prophecy. It's that I will manifest that gift to everybody who has a heart to hear it and to, and to use it. Uh, and I'll call upon you, uh, to use it for the body. So the interesting thing is that most of the gifts, uh, which are things like, uh, the, the giving faith, wisdom, knowledge, prophesy Mm -hmm. is for each other, right. Uh, to the body of Christ. And he says, and I'll, and I'll have you exercise it through my work of the Holy spirit as, as I so give it to you so that our, our understanding of the prophetic uh, isn't that, well, I have to hear something about the future. It could be that I'm just being used by God to speak truth into somebody's mm-hmm. life. Uh, right. And it's such a beautiful thing. Um, right. I, I get to be part of that all the time. And by the way, people do that for me. Um, mm-hmm. Linda, my wife, does it. Uh, yeah. uh, friends like uh, Dave Dunkel in uh, Florida does it, Rich Cucciaro. Right. Uh, lots right. of people, you do it. You know, for us, you said, hey, this is what I believe God is saying. Right. Uh, and it's such a fun thing to do. Uh, to experience. I I absolutely love that. That's something um, that I definitely have learned more about in the last several years and, um, and just enjoy like personally, I love when God gives me a word to give someone else and just that source of encouragement and, um, and the beauty of, you know, as I'm learning more about that gift, um, and exercising it, then the confirmation, you know, when I share something with someone and lo and behold, God will have had them, you know, almost in the exact same spot or really questioning that particular thing, just when I send the text with the encouragement or whatever. And, and it's just this, um, this beautiful affirmation that God sees and knows it all. Yes. He is, he is already at work in the midst of it. And so often I think that that foretelling prophetic is really just to keep our hearts engaged. That's him reminding us that he sees and knows it all. Yeah, that's right. And he uses, and uses keeping a, us abiding. Yeah. You know? And, uh, the aspect of, uh, and, and this area of when it is foretelling something coming down mm-hmm. the pike, um, it's not, it's not, and you use the word, which is what we would kind of like to have it be, uh, fortune telling. Mm-hmm. Well, tell me exactly what's going to happen. Uh, right. God says, no, um, I'm going to uh, give you what's called an alert. Uh, right. Start to pay attention to this mm-hmm. and now go into a, a walk with me, mm-hmm. uh, what we call ask, seek, and knock, listen, watch, wait. Uh, let me fill in the, the blanks now that you're on alert uh, mm-hmm. t- you know, to go down the path somewhere. And I, I did, we just had this in our small group. Uh, we had a small group this weekend. And... Um, uh, what we do is we share uh, the abiding, uh, what's God saying to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people are saying, you know, well, I heard this and this is what God's speaking to me. Uh, and somebody, you know, made a comment. Um, 
I heard this one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the person kept talking and we, and we all kind of caught it and said, wait a second, okay. uh, stop a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you realize what God just said to you? And they're like, mm-hmm. what? You know, uh, he gave you a prophetic uh, statement of something to pay attention to. Mm. that he's going to guide you down this path. He didn't tell you anything much about it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what it means, but he did say you need to pay attention. Right. Uh, and you got to go down that path now. And they said, oh, yeah, okay, I, I see that. Um, and so uh, we said, we'll walk with you. And now you got to start, and, we're, and, we're, and Kathy and I will talk about this, uh, journal you got a journal Mm -hmm. okay what did you hear what do you know uh what questions do you have and god says i'll take you down the path Mm -hmm. Uh, i have put you on alert i'm going to show you what this all looks like step by step by step it's always a walk of faith right um and enjoy it and and our our challenge to them will be when we see them will be, uh, what did you get next? What did you see mm. next? What did you observe next? Right. Um, and then it'll be, okay, are you starting to see it come together? And here's the mm-hmm. fun, here's the really fun thing about this. Um, when, uh, when we get this, including, you know, this person, it, her, her initial thought was, okay, great. I'd like to get the answer to this as soon as possible. Uh, <laughs> Which is what we all want, you know, is, okay, okay, I I see it, Uh, I'm on alert, give me the answer, give me the punchline as soon as possible. Here's the fun thing about it. God says, "Eh, it isn't going to be that way. Um, This is going to be a walk Mm -hmm. and enjoy me giving you the pieces of that, the, the, the steps of that. Right. It'll start to become clear to you down the path. Mm-hmm. Uh, but don't put a timeline on it. Don't put a, hey, I got to know this quickly. Just enjoy. And this mm-hmm. is what, what I've really, Linda and I have really learned how to do this. And we, we help others do this too is, yep, you're seeing, you're seeing the direction clearly. Yep, you're mm-hmm. going in the right direction. Yes, pay attention. But there's no time limit. Right. There's, no, uh, there's no, well, I got to know. No. What do you know? What is God showing you? Hey, mm-hmm. by the way, I'll show you this. And by the way, I'll show you this. And this could be resolved in a couple of weeks. It could be for Linda and I, we've gone as much as a year and a half mm-hmm. uh, on something. And he said, I'm, you know, I'll show you this. Right. You're not going to know the full thing until later. And, and the question is always, <laughs> are you enjoying mm-hmm. the walk and the receiving? And see, and what we've learned to do is um, how exciting is this going to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, the God of the universe is going to speak to me, guide me down right. the path. Um, I don't have to take on the burden of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but boy, this ought to be interesting. Um, right. And we can hardly wait to see what it is. And we, and we, this is where I think the heart of a kid is, which he said, if you're going to enter the kingdom of God in, in Matthew 18, 1 to 5, you, you got to have the heart of a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the heart of a kid is, boy, this, this will be exciting. And I don't have right. to know. I don't have to know the full answer. Right. And that's a, that's definitely a paradigm shift for us though, is, is learning to see the adventure, which truly only comes when the trust comes, you know, when we learn to trust him, then we can more fully, I think, step into the idea that this is an adventure because we are wired as society to really be results oriented and end point oriented. And, and I think God just wants to reorchestrate or 
recalibrate what we're looking at and saying, no, it's about the journey. Yeah. And I'm going to enjoy you in this process and you're going to enjoy me and let's do this thing. Yeah. You know. And I think that's part of the uh, beauty of, of a small group, mm-hmm. the body. We do this for our, our leaders together because um, life can get tend to be into a place of discouragement, mm-hmm. uh, fear, um, uh, resignation. Right. Uh, and, and I can, you know, a lot of people, when I say this, life is a great adventure with God, they basically say, I don't see that being true. Right. Uh, my life is nothing but an, adv- nothing and an, an adventure is the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's, it's heavy. It's, it's oppressed. It's difficult. It's struggle. Right. Um, and I say, I understand that. Are you willing to learn a different way? And by the way, um, you're never called to do this by yourself. Uh, right. Is, do this with your spouse. Do this with a small group of people because just like this lady this weekend, uh, it was, hey, do you, do you see what God said? You know, and, it, mm-hmm. and she, she didn't, but after she processed it, it excited her. Mm-hmm. It was be, oh, great. Um, uh, God's taking me on an adventure uh, and it's going to be good. Uh, right. I can hardly wait to see what's going to happen. And so the, the reaction as you put together, uh, get together in home churches, uh, small groups, mm-hmm. uh, people around you that are abiding. The key is, right. are, you, are you hearing from God? Are you listening to God? Yes. And, and, you know, we've talked about uh, the abiding and all the people in our small group. Um, we don't come together and say, let's do a lesson together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the abiding process of what is God saying to you? Right. Uh, we do have them get into the word and here's what the word says. And, and we get mm-hmm. to process that with them. Uh, as well as receive it ourselves, uh, mm-hmm. so that a lot of times, uh, and this is kind of cool, we'll be in the group. It actually has happened the last couple of times where somebody said, "Well, I got led to this verse," and two other people said, "You know what? I was led to the same thing, right? Uh, slightly different uh, direction with it, mm-hmm. but God said to here, I'm I'm speaking to you, and I'm using this truth, truth telling, forth telling, right. prophecy." to uh, guide you and lead you and, you know, are you excited about it? Are you enjoying, you right. know, the, the walk with me? Uh, and what you just described reminds me again, we've talked about it before, but that verse that says, you know, how good and pleasant it yes. is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Yep, and that, yeah, the word for pleasant, there is the harmony. And you just described how he weaves the harmony in through other believers and uses that to affirm and to grow our faith. And, and to make us believe even more what it is he's speaking and to take us deeper and further into it. And I just love the gift that community is for that. Yeah. And the fact that uh, uh, you don't have to be, uh, let's say, uh, at a certain level or a certain experience to have this. Um, right. We just, I think we shared, uh, and Kathy, you did too. We both did a retreat a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, with our spouses and uh, I've been in contact with the people from that retreat uh, and they were, this is the first time they've ever heard about abiding. Mm-hmm. So they weren't, they weren't skilled in it. They weren't uh, used to it. It wasn't something that they were even part of their vocabulary. Right. And they certainly weren't uh, in the word of God uh, in a way that God was speaking to them, but they right. learned it. They learned it, experienced it uh, and they've kept with it. And what's mm-hmm. happened uh, is I've gotten these uh, calls and, and emails of uh, it's changed our whole life. Uh, 
Um, mm. Our marriage is starting to come together. We've had issues resolved. Uh, we're getting direction. The God, the thing that God spoke to me is starting to occur. Right. Uh, and they're and they're excited. Right. Uh, about right. it because and it didn't require any. Well, do this for you know five or six months and then you'll get there. No, they they experienced it immediately, as we've said. And again, this is out of Second Corinthians three four to six. The sufficiency is from God. Right. Uh, right. So he says, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Are you ready to go? Let's go. I'll do it right mm-hmm. now. And I know you've experienced that with your, your abiding uh, people that came to your retreat. Absolutely. In fact, we just, um, my daughter just got back from a retreat this weekend um, with her youth group. Oh, Nate. And, and one of the couples that was on the retreat, um, the, the youth group retreat actually had been at our retreat the weekend before a precious young couple. And, it was really fun to hear Anna come back and share because when we were in the Ezekiel exercise, one of the things that really um, God spoke to them was this message of hope. I think mm. I shared on an earlier podcast, this young couple who is facing yeah. a real difficult situation. Yep. And at the retreat, God had really spoken to them, um, not only that he was going to carry them through this, but that it was going to be a platform for him to be glorified and that their story was to be told. And they continued to press into that and went to this retreat with these these teenagers and for the first time ever shared their whole story um, Ah. because God had loved them to. And and my daughter came home vastly encouraged. She's like, you have to understand, like just watching what they're walking through and hearing the authenticity of what God spoke to them, them acting on it and how he's carrying them through the ability that 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 gave her, it ministered to her heart, um, that regardless of how difficult any circumstances she may be in are, that joy is just not circumstantial and that God inserts himself in the midst of it and carries through. And, and there were several things that were going on in these young girls' lives that were at this retreat when they heard that story, it was life-changing for them. Mm. That was, that was what God needed And, and the ripple effect. So we're one week from the retreat and the ripple effects of what he spoke to this young couple and is doing in their lives are already rippling out to multiple other families now. Yes, yes. And, and there's just some excitement in that. And they're so excited to see what God unfolds. They know the story's not done, yep. but they already see him, him weaving it. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's so beautiful. Um, and you, is your daughter going to uh, now be living at home for a while this summer or? Anna is, she's a junior in high school, so she is home. Okay. She's home already. Um, She's home already. We'll have to have her sometime. We'll have a a young, she's got a beautiful heart. You guys, you would love her. Um, Caleb is home now for the summer. We've moved him back. Oh, good. So he, he is home. And so um, our house is pretty alive again between, you know, college friends and (laughs) all of that. Lots of, lots of activity going on again. That's great. Uh, We're going to, uh, uh, we talked about Joshua and Aiden, uh, who are grandsons, are staying mm-hmm. with us, um, and so we're gonna have them as a guest uh, before yeah. the, before they leave. That'll be that'll be fun. I tell you, sometime we need to get like the whole next gen together. Yes, <laughs> we, yes. Josh and Aiden, and gonna get my Josh and Caleb and right. Anna, all of them. Boy, they could lead us all. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. Um, and as we've talked about um, abiding, you know, and, and one of the the things as we've gone through these instructions. Uh, but one of the things, and actually Kathy and I have, have kind of uh, uh, mentioned it today, is this aspect of, um, uh, you know, we talked about praying together and praying the mm-hmm. promises together, but one of the ways to uh, be the body to each other 
is to commit time to uh, processing your abiding. Uh, and Kathy, we have the instructions of our abiding in the word uh, you know, sheet. If you would read number nine, uh, sure. this is, uh, and we'll, we'll try to unpack this before. Kathy and I have really shared about this already today of mm -hmm. um, what's God saying to you. Uh, and there's a beautiful uh, uh, beauty to all that of, uh, what God uses to assist each other in that process. So if you'd read that, then we'll get them. Kathy sure. and I can share a little bit about that. Sure. Um, it says, commit time with friends of accountability or your spouse and share your journal. What is God saying to you? Discuss feelings, reactions, and insights. Process why this is important to you. Study specific verses that each is sharing and pray those verses together. Yeah. Uh, so as we've, um, uh, you know, given that, uh, Kathy does it with Dan. I do that with Linda. Uh, we schedule a time mm -hmm. uh, and put it on our calendar. And, and of course, it's at least we say at least do it once a week. Mm -hmm. uh, Linda and I are able to do that more often. But um, the question is really simple. Uh, again, where somebody is abiding, mm -hmm. go back to the simplicity of that. It's it's it, the relationship with Christ. I'm in the vine. I'm connected to the vine. And that's 24 seven. Right. So I'm abiding all the time. It's centered um, on being in the word, his mm -hmm. logos. And I'm going to speak Rhema, uh, apply that logos to you personally mm -hmm. um, and carry you. And we've talked about cross-referencing and word studies and journaling. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But uh, it's where you are camping out in the mm -hmm. word and memorizing scripture, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so what Linda and I do, uh, the question is really simple. Hey, honey, what's God saying to you? Mm -hmm. uh, she'll bring her journal. Uh, by the way, uh, again, the journal is not shared with me. <laughs> right. Uh, she doesn't say have me read it. She, she but can, it's a point of reference it's a point, for her point to point be of able reference, to. And she can yeah. selectively uh, do it, but she'll, she'll say, uh, first of all, again, as we talked about camping out in the word, at first, she's got to read it out of the, out of the scripture, but within mm -hmm. a couple of weeks, she's memorized it and processed it. Now mm -hmm. she can speak it. Um, okay, where are you? Here's, here's where I'm at. Um, I'll go there with her, and I'll look it up uh, in my Bible and, and say, okay, mm -hmm. let, me, let me look at it as well. Um, and then the questions is, um, what is God showing you, revealing to you? How are you reacting to that? How's it going? Mm -hmm. Are you having any trouble doubting it? Do you see, you say, well, I don't really experience this. And mm -hmm. what's your reaction to all this? Uh, what questions do you have right. uh, that you're asking God to answer that I could uh, come alongside of you uh, and maybe help you go deeper, further? Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing I've learned, uh, and again, this wasn't the, wasn't the way that we were <laughs> operating when we first got married, as I think you heard when Linda was a guest, is that... Um, my perspective was, well, you know, I'm, I'm pretty smart and I can really help you decide how to live life, you know, and, and uh, <laughs> I can fix you, you know, and God says, eh, that's not your role. And uh, right. let me, let me guide her, uh, get Linda into abiding and I get into abiding. Um, and I don't, I don't say you ever should, or, Hey, how come, or why not? It's, uh, well, stay with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Keep going further. Uh, keep sharing your authentic heart. God will provide. God will show. God will reveal. Because uh, remember, as he has you camp out in something, 
um, and you have a question about it, uh, he's going to carry it through to uh, what I call the two the two things of his life for us is belief and mm-hmm. experience it. Belief and have mm-hmm. it have it happen so that uh, if Linda's dealing with, she's learning, as I think she shared, she's learning about the eagle uh, mm-hmm. and some promises and, and how that works uh, in her life. Um, and she's still in that because she hasn't fully experienced it. And she, right. and she knows, I know a lot about it. There's now. more to come. Yeah, I know. A lot, I know a lot about it now. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't leave this until God has mm-hmm. uh, proven to me that I believe it, which he'll test. Mm-hmm. Uh, call the test of faith. Uh, and then secondly, is uh, she can say, I now have it experienced it what God gave me I now have, and I could give this away. You know, mm-hmm. to somebody else, uh, uh, and sharing with each other, and and that's the beauty of accountability. Right. Uh, not to uh, say, well, I I'm going to be the one to make sure that you do all this. It's no, mm-hmm. are you staying connected? And right. then if there's if you're being connected, you're going to get life. Right. Uh, and are and my question to Linda is even in the middle of it is, well, are you enjoying it? Are mm-hmm. you getting life? Yeah, I'm getting life, and it's you know, I, yeah, I don't have it yeah. yet, but uh, because, and that's where the adventure is. And I know, I know you mm-hmm. and you and Dan do the same thing, right? Right. But something I wanted to say is, I was listening to you um, share that. It reminded me of when we first started sharing, and so I don't know if this will be an encouragement to somebody else. But when we first started, um, you know, went through the abide retreat and we're like, okay, we're going to start sharing what we're abiding, and we literally set a date, so Friday night date nights. Yeah. Um, would start with our journals. And then after we had shared, then we would go out and do whatever our date was. And so that became, and then as we got more comfortable with it, we still kept to having um, a set night, but then it would be more conversational throughout the week. There would be just check-ins and, you know, it's different things. And so it became more fluid, but I will say in the very beginning, it was extremely awkward for me like extremely awkward for me. Describe that, um, describe that a little bit. Uh, when you say <laughs> extremely, I'm assuming that was really extremely. awkward. Uh, really awkward. Was what, really, what was it about part that? Of that? I think because, and I don't know if anybody else can relate to this, but for me, I had, I walked with God for a long time. And so my intimacy with God was honestly, it was my intimacy with God. And I don't think I really wanted to share it that much. Mm. And, you know, to be honest with you, it was, I'm letting someone else into this space that is really just me and God. And I don't, I don't know that I want to give that to anybody else. And so my encouragement in that is that, that you pushed us to do this, you know, and I'm like, okay, so we'll try this, (laughs) you know, we'll see how this, um, and in doing that, there was a sweetness that was opened up, you know, whereas I guarded so much of that. When Dan and I began to share that together, the depth that that added to our relationship, um, you know, when you talk about, okay, how do you walk in unity with the Holy Spirit and how do you put God at the center of your marriage? This did that in a way that I had never experienced before and didn't even know I desired. Wow. Um, Because I would have thought that really this is me and God and that's my thing. I, you know, and, and even it allowed me then to go into the groups that I was leading and become more authentic and more vulnerable in what God was sharing. And so my friendships became richer Yes, in the places that I did this. So, so not only is this, does it, you know, 
give this accountability and this growth and further insight to push into where God is leading you and speaking. But in the midst of it, he suddenly makes relationships that sometimes were already good. Maybe sometimes they weren't, but gives a whole nother level of depth and, um, and just, I don't know how to describe it, but community that I didn't even know. I didn't even know I was lacking. Right. And boy, it was that just like an added bonus to the adventure. <laughs> yeah. And part of that dynamic is, um, uh, as that begins to grow, uh, and you, and you realize the beauty of abiding, mm-hmm. um, uh, that it doesn't come with any judgment right. uh, to, to each other because right. you recognize, well, this is God's, God's work. He's got to do the transformation. He's got right. to, he's got to do the fulfillment of promises. Uh, my role, uh, mm-hmm. as a spouse, uh, as a participant in the small group, um, isn't to take on the burden or mm-hmm. I think you should um, and, right. and, and you better and uh, what's wrong with you. Uh, it's, it, you kind of release all that. Um, mm-hmm. And as you experience, cause there's, there's always a fear. There's always a right. fear when you start this of, mm-hmm. well, isn't that going to cause more contention mm-hmm. when I start sharing my authentic heart of stuff that right. I, that I haven't sorted out yet. Uh, right. Uh, and and as you begin to experience it, you each realize, well, you don't go to judgment, you go to encouragement. Uh, right. Encouragement to, well, stay with it. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, God will get you there. Um, uh, it'll. Uh, I believe it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have faith for you. I believe this. And by the way, you're right. doing that for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's a leap of faith to have that first conversation, yeah. and then to to continue to grow. At least it was for me, anyway. Yeah. Well, that, that one of the things as you as you encourage people with that is, um, even if you're just starting, mm-hmm. uh, the one thing you can share uh, as you start to learn to share your authentic heart is, well, what is the word that God has yeah. given you? Um, and then have some discussion around that. Yeah, so I'm that, glad you uh, said that even because I'm um, not to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. But that's something that is kind of almost like a ground rule that we have put in within our groups when we're sharing what we're abiding, because I do find what can happen naturally, especially when you get more comfortable in the group or more comfortable sharing, you can do a lot of talking about what God is saying and not sharing exactly what he is saying with his word. And so we have, when we come together, especially in our groups and okay, sharing your abiding, it needs to open with what verse, what scriptures, let's read the scriptures together yes, and then process through, but actually inserting his actual physical words, the power of his words into that conversation is a huge part of that. Yeah. And we actually had a question uh, about that uh, from a a woman who is facilitating uh, an abiding process. Um, And she actually asked the question of uh, my participants um, still are struggling with uh, just being in the word of God. Uh, Mm. They tend to drift into either talking just about their stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know sharing my trouble, so to speak, and they and they focus on that, kind of letting the group try to be a what I call a therapy model, right? As, as well, I got this problem, and okay, you ought to look at it this way, and here's what you should mm-hmm. go do, and um, you don't get you don't let the the Holy Spirit guide us, uh, and then secondly, she says they drift into reading books. Uh, they're not reading the Bible. They're reading other people's 
thoughts. Right. And they're, uh, they're good books yeah. per se, but yeah. it's not the word. No, yes. it's not the word. Uh, so it isn't to be solely. So my encouragement uh, to this uh, lady as well as to other groups is uh, who are tend to uh, not get into the word. You know, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, um, we are called uh, when we start to understand this, particularly when we have a group is to um, inv- we're inviting them to that because that's what God is doing. Um, he's not forcing it. Uh, Remember, it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we can't take on the heaviness or the burden of, well, I got to get him abiding. I got to get him. You know, no, you don't. Uh, Invite him to. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, And then uh, what I do, uh, and this happens a lot. uh, In a way, the struggle is I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. Um, And how do I process that? So what I do, and I do this in a group and I'll do this individually, is um, again, I'll say, and this could be something this lady could do, is, uh, okay, if you had a question mm-hmm. or a thought or an issue that you had Jesus standing right next to you, which by the way, he does, um, what would you ask him? Mm-hmm. Um, so that it's not a collective, let's go study this together. It's uh, what would you have on your heart to go ask God right. about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all got them. We all have things. Hey, by yep. the way, um, I'd like to learn about this. And it doesn't even matter what it starts. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 uh, I challenge somebody in that, you know, and I'm always, most of the time it's, I need to know this about my life, that, you know, mm-hmm. that about my life. And this guy says, well, what I really want to know is, uh, is the rapture pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib? Uh, <laughs> and I want to, I want to know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said that's fine. Uh, great. Uh, let's go. Let's go pursue that. Um, no, don't read a book on it. Right. Let's go see what the word has to say about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's go find that out. If you have a heart to learn this, and that's your burning question, God right. said, great. Let me show you as I'll speak to you about this personally. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, and so what, what I do, and I could uh, encourage this woman uh, would be to uh, listen to the questions mm-hmm. and, and you could even say, uh, all right, let me do some homework on that mm-hmm. and I'll come back to you. And then you, because you're, you're abiding. Um, and I, and this happens a lot to me. I can say, you know what? Um, Thank you for sharing that. Let me pray about this and think about this and process it. And I'll come back to you. Right. And then I'll go talk to the Lord. I'll go do some, you know, uh, I know the, the word really well. And of course I can, I can go to certain scripture, but it would be, okay, what would be a good mm-hmm. way for them to start? Um, and then there'll be something that will come out in my abiding of that question. Mm-hmm. We'll have them start here. Um, and then I'll say, okay, here's a, here's some verses in the scripture now start the abiding uh, with right. that. Um, write the verses out. Go through that process of, you know, unpacking the verses. And then mm-hmm. what does it say to me? And what am I learning about it? What questions do I have? And once you engage somebody at that right. level, uh, in my experience, if they, if they are faithful and just do that first step, Mm-hmm. They write out the verses and they start to interact with God about that verse that God said, I'm right. speaking to you. They're off. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you got your whole group off and running. So you're not you're not right. trying to say you should, you should, you should. Or mm-hmm. let's go study this. You got to get very personal 
What question would you ask? What would you like to know? Okay, let me help you start. And if they truly start, God, God does the rest. Mm-hmm. And he starts talking to them. And he starts giving them life. And he starts giving them excitement. Uh, and then they can't. They come to group so ready to share and yeah. excited to, see, to say what God's been saying. You yeah, know? yeah, because it's real. Um, yep. And then um, the group itself uh, encourages other people who, who let's mm-hmm. say, well, yeah, but um, I'm still going to go read this book or I, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't, I'm not into the Bible yet. And okay. Uh, I'd encourage you to consider it. And of course you can, or you can't, but other, as other people start to share that, as you said, mm-hmm. um, it's God said this, God did this, this right. happened to me. This is what's happening to this group uh, that we were just with two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they're already, God did this. God shared this. God, Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing this. And the people who are in that group, see, can't help but uh, get excited about, well, if that's true for you, then then I think that could happen to me. And that's how it's caught. Uh, It goes person to person, uh, situation by situation. And again, somebody could just say, I'm not doing it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're going to miss out on all that God has for you, but I can't force you to. Right. Um, and I'm not going to take on the burden of it. That's not my role. Mm-hmm. So it's quite, quite fun. So we've had a great time today. Uh, <laughs> time man, goes quickly, doesn't man, it? <laughs> we, could, we could keep going. Uh, one thing I'd like to uh, throw up here is uh, on questions. And maybe you mm-hmm. have some questions about uh, this process of abiding. Maybe it's about mm-hmm. sharing. How do I share with my husband? How do I share in my small group? How do mm-hmm. I encourage my small group? Uh is uh, you can leave a comment on the YouTube uh, uh, broadcast, or you can go to questions at afjministry.com, questions at afjministry.com. Send them in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, we've got several now that we're going to be sharing over the next uh, weeks or so and uh, giving some input about, you know, Mm -hmm. what here's the things that God might say about that. Uh, But we'd love to have that personal question. So, yeah. And if you found today encouraging or inspiring, please be a friend and tell a friend. Um, pass the word on. We'd love to have more of you joining us on this journey. Um, God has just some great things in store for all of yeah, us. Yeah, really does. And uh, Kathy and I will continue to share about uh, uh, how you do that together and the mm-hmm. aspect of journaling. And uh, as we continue in this uh, wonderful topic of abiding, and uh, we uh, we could keep going today even. Uh, yep. We're so excited <laughs> about it, but we'll, we'll uh, wait till tomorrow. So we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.